Let me see if I can find this stat sheet. And we can talk about these stats until we get some callers in. So phone lines are open. If you want to call in, the number is in the description. Number is in the description. Somebody put it in the chat box uh, if you don't mind. While I go find this stat sheet. Boom, boom, boom. Everyone from Florida. <laughs> there's some ballers down here now. Appreciate it, Michael. There's some ballers. There's some ballers in Florida. Definitely. 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 Let me see. Schedule scores. Ravens. 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 There it is. Ravens. See if they even got it up yet. That's one of the reasons I wanted to watch the pressers to give them a time to put the um, score sheet up. There it is. Come on. All right, here we go. We got it up. Got it up. And we ready. So, again, for the people listening later, I'm going to take the audio from when I started to talk about the game and put it on my podcast. If you don't know, I restarted the Sip to Tally, Sip to, Sip to Tally podcast. And um, the first, the, the most recent episode is an episode talking about last Monday night's win. So this will be the second continuation of that, which will be episode 23 or 4 of the Sip to Tally podcast. And I, like I said, I'll be starting it right around this time. I'm going to take the audio and put it on there, and uh, if we have some callers, fine. If not, we just talk about this uh, score sheet and go from there. So, uh, looking at the um, the game book, obviously the score was thirty-four to six. We scored touchdown in the first quarter, ten points in the second quarter, ten points in the third, and seven in the fourth. Uh, as far as the scoring summary, um, Latavian Murray had a fourteen-yard touchdown run. Uh, Bale got on the score book. Um, Bale got on the score book with a two-yard run. Then Tucker come in with a fifty-two-yard uh, field goal, which puts us up 17-0 at the time. Um, they got a touchdown on a Jared Cook touchdown from Justin Herbert, but that was right after a Lamar Jackson uh, interception. And I don't, if I think, I think if we don't throw the interception, they don't even sniff the end zone. Um, then we come back with a nine-yard pass from. Lamar Jackson to Mark Andrews. That puts us up 24-6. Another Tucker field goal. Then a Devontae Freeman nine-yard run to end out the scoring. Uh, individual stats. Uh, we rushed for 187 yards as a team. Who led the way? Devontae Freeman. Nine carries for 53 yards. Uh, Lamar Jackson had eight carries for 51 yards. Oh, we got a caller. So let's pick up the callers right there. Let me see. Let me unmute them. All right, go ahead. You on? What up now? <laughs> okay. Hope you feel better. <laughs> Appreciate it.
Yeah, I'm both really of us happy. happy. I Definitely no happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Other than they were holding us. <coughs> yeah. Every play, you know. Um, you know. Um, just a side note, man. What what year was that? That hurricane team. With I, I think oh one. Going there, help me help me remember. Going there's in the chat box and hear hurricane fan too. I think that's oh one, and because they had like twenty. If I'm not mistaken, all 22 starters, either that year or the next year, eventually got picked in the first or second round. Everybody that started on that team, uh, maybe not that year after the season, but because they were like sophomores. Some of them were sophomores. But all of them got were first-round picks, with the exception, maybe, of the quarterback, which was Ken yeah, Dorsey. I mean, didn't they like all like make the Pro Bowl? Now, at so one point. Like half of them went to the Hall of Fame. Like you, that, you, that can throw, you can throw Winslow. Gore, uh, Ed Reed, you can Ed throw Reed, uh, Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor. Uh, what's the big the big receiver from um, big receiver the Texans had for a while? Uh, Andre Johnson. They had didn't they, they had Lyman out the wazoo. Didn't they have Vince Wilfork? Yeah, Wilfork, Wil Vilma. Uh, sh- who else? The tackle we we got um, <coughs> for the Super Bowl. What was his name? They they had a big ton tongue. of names. We, we, we got Miami. What was his name? The tackle? The left tackle. The left tackle. He was in John Mac, Harbaugh. Not McIntosh. Um, I know McKinney. 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 Ron McKinney. McKinney. Was he mm-hmm. on that team? Yep. McKinney was on that team too. The cornerbacks, both of them. Uh, 31 was um, was Rump on that team? I can't remember. I just know all of them. Devin Hester was on there. I forgot about Devin. And Devin didn't start. Devin was a like a utility, all-purpose guy. Jonathan Vilma. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deep, um they had um, running back, went to Denver, then went to Washington. Portis. And then Portis, Clint yep. Portis. No, he well, he he came out to Willis. No, at one point they had Portis. They had Al um, Gore. I mean, they Frank, had Gore, Frank Gore, Gore, and they had Portis, Frank Gore, and it was one more. Who else they had? It was they had three great running backs at the same time, and Do- Najee Davenport was a. Fullback, but really was a, a tailback. He just had to play fullback because they had all them good running backs. Yeah, team was so, stupid, man. Yeah, stupid, stupid, uh, talented. So that the coaches had to not mess that Ferrari up. Yeah, pretty much. What do you think about Bateman though? Bateman, I mean, yeah. Bateman. <laughs> Bateman was um, Bateman had a great game to me. He had uh, sorry about all the coughing. Are you good? Bateman had a great. He had a. Uh, he had a great game for a rookie. I mean, uh, he showed wiggles. He showed why, uh, number one wide receiver traits. Um, third down, they went to him. Um, kid, kid just had a good game, man. I mean, for his first game, <coughs> he had a good game, I think. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that um, down the road, I don't fear anything. The Rams, I think they're pretenders. I think this is our year, like for real. Like the only team I think that's a good matchup against us is Tampa Bay. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna, on that note, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm try to get better, you know, so I won't be coughing all over your, you know, the, the rest of the people that come on. <laughs> and, uh, you know, hey, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. I, I really hope hey. you feel better. Uh, I avoid avoid everything that's out there. Get your fluids, take your medicines, all that good stuff. Appreciate it. Go Listen, and, and, and I think um, I think Cincinnati is going to be a, a big test for us. I think yeah. out of all the teams we play in the AFC, this year, I think Cincinnati is going to be that test. 
they 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 built for us. You know what I mean? Like their wide receiving cores is like hmm. it's ridiculous, man. I mean they they got and and then they got a nice running back crew. Uh, only thing about Joe Barrow is, man, I think he's he reminds me of Carson, man. Like he's taking unnecessary risks. He, he's mm-hmm. trying too hard. I, I don't think that uh, I don't think he's going to make it through a full season, man. I mean, the, the guy when he runs, I mean, it, it terrifies me. So, and then I think Baker. I think again, this 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 game is on right now between Baker and Collins, good. But Baker, man, I think he's already uh, peaked, man. And, yeah. and I think Collins getting better. So, I think it's either going to be uh, the winner between Tampa Bay and Arizona. I think we'll see him in the bowl. Yeah. Hey, don't forget about don't sleep on the Rams now. Definitely don't sleep on the Rams. Uh, they, uh, with, with, with their offense, they don't don't sleep on the Rams. Something about Matthew Stafford, man, it just he leaves you wanting, man. I think the biggest games against the best defenses, he turns the ball over. You know, yeah. I, I really do. I, I think that um, it's just, it's they're so fast, man, to tear down Lamar and and put these other uh, people. You know, up there in the upper echelon as far as QBs. I think Kyler has that it factor. I think Lamar has it. I think, um, of course, Mahomes mm-hmm. uh, has it. And uh, I think everybody else is looking up to them. Them three. I think is. I think it's Mahomes and Lamar. One A, one B. I can't even say one A, one B. You know, <laughs> um, they just to me they're tied to Lamar. When Lamar win, he changed that number to uh, from eight to one, like he said. You know what I mean? Then he'll be on top. You gotcha. know and. Um, other than that, and then I think it's Kyler. But after that, man, um, I think everybody else looking up. I don't care who it is. They, they can bring up anybody else. They're not doing what Lamar Mahomes is doing. Feel you. I definitely feel you on that. But I appreciate you, man. Uh, get better soon, and we'll see you back here uh, next week. Appreciate it, Coach. Yes, sir. One other. All right, next caller. What's going on? What's on? What's going on, huh? Now. What you got for me today? <clears throat> Uh, so, I'll, I'll start with the offense. I was a little surprised that uh, the Chargers was willing to keep two high safeties and let us run the ball. That was after Cleveland put up two something on them last week. I was a little, I was a little, uh, I was confused by that, <clears throat> but I'm, I'm happy they did it. Uh, <laughs> Lamar uh, was patient. He, he really forced it. The pick was he just didn't see the guy. Uh, the linebacker underneath, but it wasn't like a bad throw or anything. He just he just didn't see him, but he was pretty patient. It seemed like they was trying to um, keep him in the pocket, and he was just bouncing back there waiting for somebody to get open. He didn't force anything. He was real uh, composed, and he took what the defense gave him. That's a great word, composed. That's I, I didn't think about that, but the, the way he just, like you said, bounces around and doesn't just – herky-jerkily run, even though I think he should run sometimes, it shows a lot of maturity and, and growth in his game. Yeah. Uh, the offensive line is is solid when they put in the right position, like the that second quarter, the last drive, when you know you got a pass, I think they can be had, but you know, uh, if they put in the right position, they can be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, the receivers were pretty good for the most part. You know, the Hollywood catch in the end zone would, would have been a tough catch to make. It would have been a Hollywood catch to make, but mm-hmm. a tough one, a tough one nonetheless. Um, and the running game uh, was good. I, I think uh, the narrative might come out that 
oh, the, the running game is better without Tyson. It wasn't really <laughs> the person that we had out there this week. It was the way the Chargers played us this exactly. week that allowed exactly. the running game to to get off. So if Tyson was out there, he'd have been right in that mix too. Yeah, he'd been right yeah. in that mix. Like you said, like you said <clears> your <throat> first point, they were too high. So they basically yeah. giving you the run. Hey, come on, run it, and we did. Uh, I will say that uh, I don't. I'm not sure what happens with Bell because this was the second time being brought up. Mm -hmm. So I think we have to sign him, or I don't know. Yeah, how, I, I think don't know. with with Bell in the past, and correct me if you if you think I'm wrong, Bell is a volume carrier. Like it takes right. him a minute to get to to figure out like. The, the timing of different plays and he he's just not gonna get volume with the Ravens but I still think he right. brings value to that backfield the one thing I did like is he finished runs like mm -hmm. if he get made contact at the 30 he was gonna get to like the 32 33 mm -hmm. he was he was uh, he was he was moving the pile after contact I, I did like that about him on defense I think the uh the MVP to me was Greg Roman Hmm. Uh, typically, when you uh, when the quarterback drops back and he his first read seemed like it was never there. When your first read ain't there, that's that's a scheme. It ain't really. It's not typically just do a great players playing great defense. It's a scheme. We we knew what was coming, and we was in position to stop that first that first second read almost every drive. It seemed like. <clears throat> So I had to give MVP to uh, Greg Roman. I think uh, they didn't seem to run the ball that much from my memory. No, nah, they, they couldn't. They were, they were getting yeah. jammed up in there. But, like, we had a different fifth guy coming. Some, sometimes Averett, sometimes it was uh, Elliott. It, I mean, yeah. a, a linebacker. You know, they just had a different fourth or fifth guy coming from different positions, which goes to the point where you're saying Wink being the, the defensive MVP. I think he called a great game. Right. That was the other thing. Uh Herbert likes to roll to the right and throw throw back across the field or whatever. But it seemed like every time he tried, we had a guy looping around the outside so he couldn't roll out. So we kept him in the pocket from rolling out. A lot almost almost every time it seemed like when he tried to roll right, somebody was coming from the right to mm -hmm. stop him. Which is another Greg Roman. Um all the other thing I wanna to touch on is uh, it could be me just overanalyzing, but when Bonds was in the game, he was doing a whole lot of communicating uh, the definitely. whole time before the snap. Most definitely. I, I, I agree <clears> with you 100% on that. I don't know if, you know, maybe I just don't watch Queen enough, you know, before the snap to see if he does it, but I just mm -hmm. noticed Bonds was doing a lot this game before the snap. And when Queen was out, there was a lot more physicality in the front. Uh, yeah, when he was. I don't want that, to. Not that's true. He, he's not a physical. He's not a physical guy. The two physical line. The, well, all the f other three interior linebackers are way more physical than Queen. So that's. I don't even think that's a shot at him. I, that's just a fact. But he just. He's right. a lot faster than them, and he's a number one pick. So they're trying to make it work with him. But but, but the physicality definitely goes up. When he's in the game, but you lose some of some of the coverage type deals. Cause like on the touchdown, did you see how bad um, Malik got beat? Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, and I and I. <clears throat> that's the thing with having him in there. Like he's good. 
I mean, I guess in the goal line is a good good spot to have them, but mm-hmm. if you got to cover somebody, that's the that's the tough spot. Yeah, you 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 live and you learn with um with Malik. You, if you can if you can play him in run situations and it's a run, you should be good. But if you get him in there and they play action something that he got to get up out of there, and he's not he's not a trash athlete. He's fairly decent. No, nah, not at he's all. Just, he's just not as fast as Queen or whatnot. Because even like I said, when if I talked about just- him coming out of college. My initial thing was he was not athletic, but then when I went back and was watching some Chase Young stuff and was able to see more of of Harrison, he was more athletic than I initially thought. Right. Like yeah, I think if you got him in zone, he's a long guy, so he could take up some space in in zones. But if you got him one on one, yeah, you that's a that's yeah, a, that's that's no no. That's tough. <laughs> that's tough for him. But uh, so what do you think? I'm thinking Vines might have to be a starter and queen and 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 uh about to say for it harrison and harrison rotate in just for Um, continuity for to just to have them on the right page before the snap because in my opinion a lot of the missed tackles Mm -hmm. is being out of position more than anything it's not like somebody's running straight through them they're just not in position to make the tackles, and they're falling down trying to make the tackle rather than actually missing a tackle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, I agree with you. Like not being in a position, not not hitting a hole late, feeling a hole late rather, right? And just uh, yeah. being out being out of position to make a form tackle and getting ran over right. or getting ran through. Right. And then some of them are just missed tackles where a Queen come through and try to big bump people, and he he's not a big bump guy. His big bump <laughs> and Malik's big bump is two different things. Two different things. And it, it, he doesn't really have to do that. Like, uh, to me, uh, uh, what's the man name for the Jets? They used to be here. Uh, Peanut or CJ. CJ Mosley wasn't mm. necessarily a big hitter, but he was. All, he always made the tackle. Yeah. Like, he never – he wasn't always rocking people, but he always made the tackle. Mm-hmm. Pat Queen should be a, a role tackle expert. Should be a right. road tackle he, expert. Yeah. Should be. But, hey, um, Terrence, I appreciate you. I got two more guys behind you. I want to try to get them in before it gets too late. And, um, hey, we'll be here next Sunday, uh, hopefully with another victory. I think we got the Bengals next Sunday, right? Yeah. Yep, hopefully with Should another victory. So, um, I'm going to bump them in. I appreciate you for calling. I appreciate your time. And salute. All right, man. appreciate it. Let's see what we got here. All right. Seven seven, no, you up? Hey, what up, coach? Is um like father, like son? Hey, what up, man? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. The conference has been tell me, tell me what you thought comment about the game. Mostly is oh my bad, yes, sir. So my my comment is mostly um probably going to be you know something that most of us don't really talk about a lot, but I don't want to talk players or anything. I want to talk front office, mm-hmm. coaches, and coordinators. Go ahead. Um, because you know before the season. I mean, it was a war out there, man. We got season-ended uh, injuries or whatever to, you know, our best cornerback or arguably our best cornerback, um, definitely our best running backs. Our whole backfield got decimated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our left tackle, you know, he tried to give it a go. And as we see, you know, he wasn't able to give it a go for um, the remainder of the season and everything. So I think the coaches, man, I don't know if it's Keith, Keith Williams in the passing game or not, Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely seeing more creativity, more wrinkles in the passing game. And, you know, just um, 
opening up a lot more this year than we did in previous years, especially since, you know, Lamar been under center. And um, as far as the front office, man, I think we got, <laughs> if not the best GM, we got a top three GM in the league. Every time something happens, he finds an answer. You know, he, he finds an answer. He, he get guys off the street. He get guys off of practice squads. You know, he constantly looking and mining for talent and, you know, trying to plug somebody in there whenever somebody else go down. So, you know, I just want to give a big shout-out, big props to the coaches, the coordinators, and the front office, man. I think they're doing a hell of a job. I agree 100%. And even though we, we kind of complain about some of the play of some of the people, but if you look on paper, this is a well-put-together um, team from top to bottom. And we do have, you know, some issues, but it, what team don't? But this is a well-put-together team with very few holes. Let's look at what, like you said, what we lost at the cornerback position. It's them guys still out there balling. Averett out there balling. Uh, when Westry come back, you know, Westry was doing good before he got hurt. You look at the backfield. Your top three running backs done for the year. And you got yeah. guys coming in and contributing. And we, we ran for 187 yards today with three guys that was on nobody roster on cut day or right before cut day. So, yeah, and I Costa think he, does a I great think he job. He does a good job. Yeah, I think he does a great job at finding, um, you know, it's a cliche saying, but finding people that can play like a Raven. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean, these guys that he bring in, you can tell that they love football, man. You yep. know, no matter who they bring in, it just seems like it's a well-oiled machine, and these people gel together. You know, these uh, these teams, they, they these teammates, they seem to gel together. They seem to have a lot of commonalities in their personality and, you know, just the way that they approach the game. So just proud of it, man. I mean, you know, after week one, and then the injuries and everything like that, it was kind of hard to see a five and one start to the season. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't think we can, um, I don't think we can be more or less in this situation right now, man. We just gotta keep it moving, keep it rolling. Yeah, I, I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. What um, as far as I'm gonna ask you this question: the defensive MVP, who would you get at two today? Oh man, if I had to pick one, um, it, you know, it was one of those weird games, like offense and defense. To me, not one player stuck out any more than anybody else. It was more of a um, complete, you know, a complete, um, just a complete effort from both sides of the ball. But if I had to pick a guy, I guess I had to go with somebody that um, it might be a little surprising, but somebody like Brandon Stevens, man. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is because you take a guy like that, that's not a first-round pick, a second-round pick, or anything like that. He's been playing the last couple of weeks, Coach, and we haven't called his name. And right. usually when you don't get your, call, your name called like that and you're a DB – that means that's good. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, he do, he do a bunch AA. of different things too. He do a bunch of different things. You can move him around and stuff like that. And I'm not picking on AA, but you know, he's obviously being tested. And we call his name every week. So the fact that Brandon Stevens can basically go on stay unscathed in these games, and you know, you don't hear him being called every week, um, mm -hmm. not even this week as well. I think it's a good thing. Yep. I would um if I if I had to answer that, I would definitely say Joker. You got, you oh, got you know what? You got, you got you TFLs. Right, yeah, you got no, he played a hell of a game. Yep. Yeah. He, he, he yeah, showed he up big time. Yeah, yeah. And I got one quick question for you, Coach. Okay. Um, You know, looking at, like, you know, a 30,000-foot view, going forward, you know, we're going to have to pay Lamar, obviously. Um, You know, we got some big contracts kind of coming up or whatever. Can't keep everybody. But mm -hmm. if you had to keep one guy that's going to be up on offense and one guy that's going to be up on defense – in the next season or two, you know, with big contracts, who would you keep besides Lamar? Uh, Andrews and 
Andrews. Well, we just done Andrews, so he's good. Oh, yeah, so he's good. Let me, let me find somebody else on offense. Um, Bozeman. Hollywood will be up in the next year, too, right? Yeah. But the thing is, the thing about that is, for the way we play, yeah, we, we can get receivers, especially, you know, with Bozeman. And if Hollywood just don't separate himself from Bozeman, it might be tough when, you know what I'm saying, when it's time to, to get him paid. So, I mean, not Bozeman. If Hollywood don't separate, separate himself from Bateman, he, Bateman it, yeah. you know, it's going to be tough. Especially because, like I said, I what just want to see Bateman do something. And he did enough in this first game to, 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 to build my hope up on what he can do once he get a little more comfortable in the system that he can be a player that for That kid's going to be a stud, Coach. Yep. He's going to be a stud. Yep. What about defense? Who would you keep on defense? Um, you know, I don't, I don't have the free agents list in front of me right mm -hmm. now, but in the next season or two, um, you know, for people that's coming up for new contracts, who would you keep? Let's see, because Marlon's done. Calais and be out Anthony Avery would be, be one, right? He, Anthony Avery would be up after this season, I believe. It, it depends on how well Westery plays uh, based mm -hmm. on what I do with Avery. Because I, I definitely okay. don't wanna, I mean, I love Avery, but I don't want to give him no big contract. Um, for what he, for know, what he does, Chuck. Put, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. as much as Chuck does, Chuck. And I don't, and I don't think his contract would be huge. But if, if I had to pick a guy, yeah. I, I would go Chuck. Who who were you going to say? It's crazy, though. I was just going to say that if we, you know, I ain't trying to jinx us, but if we get to that bowl, you know, we get to that bowl this year, man, the price go up. So a lot of these guys that's like fringe guys, we're going to see a lot of them get out the door because they're going to want to get paid, you know? Which mm -hmm. is it's a, it's a, 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 a offset of getting the Super Bowl, a la um, absolutely. Joe Flacco. Yeah, Joe absolutely. Flacco. We played we played all that money after the Super Bowl with him and we couldn't do nothing for the next three or four years in cap because he had he ate so much of the cap up. Well, I appreciate you, Coach. I ain't gonna take up too much more of your time. I know you got somebody else, but um keep doing your thing, man. I appreciate the you know, the um the content that you put out and these watch parties every week, man. Keep doing it. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you tuning in and, and be one of them day ones for me. Yes, sir. All right. That's like five. All right, nice. Coach. Uh, Let's see. Last caller of the day. Last caller of the day. A man that needs no introduction. Go ahead with it. Big homie. Hey, hey, big dog. How you doing, coach? Hey, word up. I just want to say real quick, man, what y'all need to know, what y'all need to follow. My man over here coach high school football. If you didn't know, now you know. I ain't going <laughs> to drop the ninja, but, hey, that's a ninja you need to know. But, hey, I'll be with that, man. <laughs> What's good with you, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing good, brother, man. Hey, I'm just happy with the W, man. This is one of those W's that I've been waiting for from a defensive perspective more than anything. Mm -hmm. We came out flying. We came out, you know, tough. You know, the offense had a little hiccups up in there. Now, they did their part, but it's one of those things where we went back to playing Ravens defense, and that's mm -hmm. the one thing that I that I love, man. Uh, the run game, it was choppy, but it worked. The pass game was choppy, but it worked. Right. They, they got points when they needed to be needed. And that's all you can ask for, man. You know, it's like you're never going to play a perfect game. You know, if 60 minutes, you're never going to play a perfect game. I'm going to mm -hmm. just leave it at that. And, it, and I think the closest we've gotten to a perfect game was the last time we played the Rams. Yes, sir. The, the offense and defense that showed there, you know, you know what's that night. Exactly. If I'm not mistaken, we scored, what, 50-some-odd points? Yes, sir. Uh, close to it. We scored that many points. <laughs> <laughs> 
What'd you think about um what'd you think about always and, and, and play today? Even though we didn't call his name much. I'm really I'm really going to go back and look at that matchup with him and Slater. Exactly. I would like to look at it too, but it's one of those things where uh situations like that, man, it's one of those things where if you don't hear this name, it can it can go two ways. One, mm-hmm. he did his job, or two, he just got isolated. And it's right. one of those things where you literally gotta go watch the film, like you said. I'm gonna do the same thing as well, but when it comes to everybody else though, if he's being <laughs> taken care of, that means everybody else was had an opportunity to be successful. And from what we've seen from this game, it looked like everybody had an opportunity to do something, mm-hmm. a.k.a., you know, you know, uh, Deshaun Elliott, a.k.a. Joker, where you want to right. call him nickname-wise. But he finally got his first interception of his career, which is awesome. Chuck could have had a pick six, but, you know, we, you know, shit just happens and all that. My bad for cursing. But uh, it's, just, it's one of the things where everybody did their part, man. And that's just one thing. Josh Bynes, you know, from the Flintstone era, he did his part. <laughs> Oh, that's what that's the point I had wanted to make with um, like father like son. He was on. He was talking about finding those guys. Uh, Josh, this is Josh Bynes' third stint with the Ravens, and his his interview, um, you know, his press conference today told you really how much he loved being a part of this organization. This is his third stint, and he just prayed. He gave them the utmost praise in that press conference. And you, you know, you could say yeah, he's doing it because he worked for him, but he didn't have to go that as far as he did. Right. Offensively, what what who you think stood out? Offensively, it was stood out. Andrews, he stood out. Um, to be honest, with you, from the line perspective, I, I really can't uh, trigger who or who really stood out the most. But the line didn't really part, man. When you think about Lamar, when it came to just making like critical passes in the uh, you know on third downs or just on second and long, first and long, or whatever. They did their part, man. Uh, Duvernay, he made a couple plays uh, on special teams, so it's it's really hard to really say who, who you know who stood out most. But also, my boy from the two two nine area, I'm just saying, I just <laughs> throw that out there. Those Georgia boys just look a little different out there, but uh, you know, Rashad Bateman, he 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 was chain moving a little bit out there as well, man. I I I, I ain't gonna say I saw enough because I already knew enough, but mm-hmm. hey, man, I'm I'm just happy where we at right now. Hey, you, can't, you can't, you can't hate on a 305 boys either, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, come on, bro. You already know, man. Anything from south south of the, of the United States, you know they already <laughs> certified. So I'm right there with you, Coach. But I'm just saying, like, it's a, it's a little different when the ball, you know, the ball players coming from from our area. Our right. area. I'll I say that. But, yes, sir. But uh, it, it's the fact that we are missing critical pieces of our offense and defense on both sides of the ball. Which people, you know, some, somewhat forget about, which is crazy. And when they get back, when a Boyle gets back to replace Tomlinson, you know, mm-hmm. when Wolf gets back to replace Jelly, yes. when a when a when a Westry gets back, who's like literally, I don't really put too much into the PFL, but Westry was the great was the second highest graded player at the time before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. That it just it's just death on death on death, man, and yep. and that's a beautiful scary thing for everybody. And not to mention the the people that ain't coming back, and we still at five and one. And you got may have Stanley coming back at some point. You may you may get to, and you'll have your backup line. You know, because you, somebody's gonna be a backup lineman, whether it be Macari or or um or Villanueva. I think it's gonna be Villanueva, and then you're gonna have um, Tyree as a as a backup guy too. And then you got uh, Tristan, so you got a, you got a backup guard. And and 
Phillips, so he can play either guard or tackle. You got a backup tackle, then Villanueva, and then you got Cologne as a backup center. Right. So and then Cle- Ben Cleveland, I forgot about Ben Cleveland. So you're gonna have depth, quality depth at at, at the O line. The one thing that we always complain about, we got, and that and that's the scariest thing. That's why I say I always try to tell people, don't be uh, reactional. Just think about what you what you're missing, and think about. Two plays later, hey man, look, hey, you know, people want to, you know, want to grill people for missing a catch or not picking up a block. But at the end of the day, it's a move on. Next play, it's the best play. Yep. And the same thing. With that being said, it's like just think about this. What you see now is only going to get better, either with an upgrade or just an upgrade in play. And mm-hmm. that's a, that's the best thing where we're at right now. That's just this is like really, I want keep sleeping on the race. Like, that's all I got to say. Just keep on sleeping on. I don't want us to be recognized as the best team in the NFL. I don't want us to be that. I want us to be underdogs and just like, oh, my God. Like, you know what? Don't even think about this. Like, keep keep talking about the Arizona Cardinals as number one. And guess what? Mm-hmm. By the end of this season, we're probably going to make our mark where a lot of people thought we were we going to make it. We're going to be somewhere that nobody thought we were going to be coached. Yeah. The only bad thing about that is, is if we keep winning, they're going to start talking about us. Exactly. Yeah, you already know us. what you look, man. Me and Co- you, you know me and you think this alike. <laughs> yeah, we keep winning. They are gonna start talking about us. But as long as long as the Cardinals stay undefeated, you can be under the radar. You can be under the yes, radar. Sir. But when when guys start dropping off, the more they drop off, if we stay up, we gonna be in that 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 narrative. Like they, this game was hyped big. This game was hyped big, saying it was like two of the next quarterbacks coming and. Talking about this for the NFC Championship preview and all that, but we showed up. Defense showed up. Play calling showed up. Execution showed up for the right. most part. I, I say execution happened on eighty-five plus percent of the plays. So I, right. I was good. I was good with it. I'm good with it. What you what you what you got to close out the show? Hey, so I'm gonna put like this a lot of people. I want you to think. Hey, look, so we no NFL team for the rest of the season is going to be a hundred percent. But the fact that we we can be close to a hundred percent. So yeah, I know we played up a, a beat up line with the Chargers, but then with the I don't I have to look in depth uh, in whatever when it comes to the to the Bengals or whatever. See if they're missing anybody. But I want to put like this. Like you can miss whoever you want, but when you have a mentality of a dog or a lion that's stuck that's stuck in a cage and that's ready to fight, God knows who, you have a chance to win at any time, any place, at any moment, man. And the one yep. thing we got, we got Lamar Jackson that's gonna lead us there, and everybody got that mentality, man. Hey, just hey, flock up and we good. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. God bless y'all, and I love y'all. And, and then also follow Coach every Friday when he get that dub. Or hopefully he gets that dub. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, we got we 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 got we going again this Thursday. We going Thursday. Yes, sir. So um, if if they if they broadcast it locally, I I throw the link out there. But we we got a 14 year old QB that's he struggles at times, but he gonna be that deal. He, he's hey, gonna but be that hey, deal. hey, hey, you know you already knew I had my confidence in you. You already know I you remember yo, I ain't gonna say nothing, but you already knew I had my confidence. Yeah, you did. Coach. You I did. Know. I remember the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yes, Definitely. I appreciate you, G. Wes, and we gonna we gonna shut this thing on down, man, so I can enjoy this yes, second sir. half of football. Let me close G out. Close this off. Let's see if I do this. Bam. And goodbye.
All right. So um, didn't get a chance to go through the stat sheet, but I'll do that on my my presser, my little presser tomorrow. Um, so what I'll do is I appreciate everybody for for uh, tuning in. Uh, hit the like button before you leave. Um, what up, coach? Love this caller. Yeah, that's going to always come with it. Always come with it. Um, I'm going to put the once the caller start, I'm going to put that part on my podcast and on on um not Spotify. I want to say Spotify. On SoundCloud and on Anchor, I'm trying to get my Apple Music um, RSS feed to link back up, but I'm having problems doing that. But once I can figure out why, you know, what I need to do to make it go back to Apple Music, because my my old podcasts are on Apple Music, up on the Sip the Tally podcast. But this Ravens content, I'm trying to get it to go there too. So right now, the podcast is on Anchor and it's on uh, SoundCloud, and I'm trying to get my RSS feed to sync back up with Apple podcast so it'll start back to going to apple podcast too so um just you know bear with me on that and uh for those that didn't get a chance to be here live uh, you can watch the replay on youtube and if you want to work out and whatnot uh and do your walking and listen to it you know tomorrow morning uh, later on tonight that podcast will be up soon i'm going to try to work on that as soon as i end this right here again the ravens won 34 to 6 uh wasn't no drama today uh we had one one turnover that I can remember, two turnovers, the uh, two two interceptions. Matter of fact, the one where Lamar didn't see the middle linebacker and one dropped by Bateman that ended up being an interception. But um, rushed for 187 yards. I'm not sure the throwing number. Let me see if I can see it real quick before I get out of here. Throwing number through for 167, so fairly balanced. Um, Lamar was 29 for 27 with 167 with two interceptions. Passer rating of 68. That part was not great, but we didn't need him to be great today. We don't even be great every week. Uh, and with that being said, man, uh, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me. I appreciate you guys. We're closing in on 6,000 subs. So share this. Uh, share the channel with people. Help me get to 6,000. And uh, I appreciate you guys, and I'll see you soon. Be on the lookout for the podcast. Peace.